Salud. Cheers. Hello, welcome back to Full Moon Flow, the podcast. I know it's been longer than expected, longer than I was supposed to take um, with getting you guys another episode, but I'm back and I have a guest for you guys this time. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey, what's up? It's Tata Mommy. How you doing? I'm here with my best friend and we are sharing a glass of wine. We're coming to you the day after Valentine's Day and love is still in the air. Valentine's Day either makes you think about your significant other or makes you realize that you don't have one. So we're here to share our unique perceptions and perspectives as well as provide whatever tips we can um, as far as dating goes. So we're both technically on the dating scene. Right. We both have a different approach towards dating. Yeah. Um, what are you looking for? Um, you know, I feel as though dating, I, I never really knew what I was looking for, but dating helps me realize what I'm not looking for. So. Fair enough. Yeah. But you know that you're looking to share your life with somebody, correct? Yeah, definitely. Somebody that, like, I vibe with, someone that we have a similar lifestyle, we can understand each other's lifestyle, and, like, communication-wise, I know I'm a hard person to understand. <laughs> so, I need someone that's on the same level as me. Someone who gets you. That's right. important. Yeah. So... I can understand the importance of having somebody in your life that you feel just gets you, especially when you're amongst a lot of people that you feel don't, a lot of people that you feel misunderstand you day to day. Can you name some other things that are important to you as to why you want a partner versus just being single? Um, I kind of want someone that... I don't know, like, I could share my life with, I can start a family with, um, someone that we can succeed and, you know, just, like, tackle all our goals and all our dreams, help each other grow. I mean, I feel like I have best friends, but I'm looking for, like, a best friend that really can take on the world with me, you know? A lover and a friend. Right. The ultimate support system, the ultimate... And then you can, you have a shoulder to cry on. For me personally, as far as dating goes, I love love. I've always loved love. My first relationship ever was like eight years long. It was like my high school sweetheart. But I think that definitely created those neural pathways in my brain that now are geared towards monogamy never really been into the hookup culture even when dating I I find it hard to want to date multiple people at once like I would really just prefer to put all of my attention and efforts into one person and then if it doesn't work out that's perfectly fine then I move on to the next person I know that that's not everybody's approach do you personally believe in dating a bunch of people at once and then eventually settling down with the one person or kind of how I do it where I'm focusing on one person and trekking along if that doesn't work out. I 
feel like I'm more of like a um like a trial person like how you go you pull up and you test drive a car mm-hmm. but I feel like I do that with people and I, I like binge on them for probably like 48 hours and then <laughs> you binge on them and I like that description yeah and then after like the 48 hours I'm like mm, no nah, I've liked people more than I like you mm. and just I'm, not feeling the spark yeah so I mean they we always were like still cool but I'm just like nah do you think that 48 hours is enough time to feel a spark for me absolutely I feel like I the like the moment I meet somebody I automatically feel a certain type of way towards them I've never I can't really say that I've ever like got to know somebody and eventually liked them like I always felt it in the beginning yeah I would have to say the same for myself so Can you name off the top five things that you look for in a partner when dating? I feel like, you know, I don't want to sound superficial, but definitely like attraction because I feel like if I'm not attracted to you, then it may not work. There's no long-term sustainability without the physical attraction. Right. Definitely like stability because me personally, like, I feel like I'm stable in the way that in my lifestyle. But I'm looking to settle down. So that that's going to be like a new type of lifestyle for me. So I want somebody that who's pretty much like experienced in that already. Stability, like financial stability or like emotional stability? Since I'm traveling all the time, like more of like a stable environment. Like I've never, I, I couldn't tell you the last time I was in one place longer than a month. Yeah, so it's like. And you seek that in a partner? Yeah. Someone who has a home. I mean, I have, like, a lot of places that, you know, are like a home to me, but not my own home because I move so much. So someone who's more settled, more in one place, makes sense. Yeah, financial stability, of course. I couldn't see myself being with someone who is having financial problems because if that's the case, then you need to be focusing on yourself and not looking for a partner. Agreed. And I, I mean, I guess for other traits, it would have to depend on whether it's a male or female because, you know, I'm a, not opposed to either. But, like, a man, I would want to be, like, a certain height, you know. He doesn't have to be, like, in the gym constantly, but, you know, at least have some muscles. Yeah. Yeah, you know, nice body. Same thing with a girl, but different body type. I strictly date men, and I prefer very masculine men alpha males over like shorter males or males that maybe don't prioritize their health and fitness Um, I just feel much more protected and I feel secure next to a male that is substantially larger than me and fit and ready to protect me I think on an animalistic level um, I, I think it's at least for mammals, um, females gravitate and are more submissive towards alpha males who prioritize their health and wellness. And yeah. that's, that's seen in the animal kingdom, you know. Yeah, definitely I'm more submissive that way. 
I would say that the things that I personally look for in a partner are number one, self-awareness. Some people can be new to self-awareness and exploring themselves. And I'm not looking for someone who's new to this. I'm looking for somebody who has explored the depths of themselves for a substantial amount of time and have you know they're able to recognize their faults as well as their strengths second obviously the physical attraction is highly important for sustainability third financial stability is very important um, even though I am a very independent woman I still Feel that there are certain gender roles that I I stick to and it's weird because I never grew up around gender roles it's just something that I gravitate towards more so and you know as an adult and as a, an adult in the dating world so I do feel that men should be providers and need to be financially stable in order to provide that Fourth, how does he treat others? You know, on the first date, is he being rude to the waiter? You know, I want a man who is kind to others. That's that's a really good indication if he's putting on a front with you or if he's gonna be kind towards you long term. And fifth, just the vibe. Like, energy does not lie. Like, I can sit down at a table with somebody for the first time and Honestly, I could see whether it's gonna go somewhere or not after one date. I feel the same way. So with that being said, what are some red flags that you look for when you're dating or getting to know somebody? Red flag, right here. If we go on a date, if you ask me, whether you're male or female, if you ask me to go somewhere and get something to eat with you, and you don't immediately reach for the tab, is red flag. If there's any at all awkwardness on the first date that you invited me to about paying the bill, there definitely will not be a second bill to be paid. Exactly. Emotional availability. I've I've had experiences where, you know, I'll meet a man and they tell me what they're looking for. They're looking for ultimately a serious relationship or they're looking to settle down. Yet all of their actions are kind of geared more towards they're just kind of playing the field right now. Making sure a man's actions align with his words is very important to me. It's very telling of what kind of man that he is. Even if it's the smallest thing, it's the principal matter. If he says he's going to do something and doesn't follow through, that makes me feel as if I'm not really a priority to him. Identifying whether a male is emotionally available or not, it's a major theme in my dating life right now. Unfortunately, in the past, I gravitated towards a lot of males that were not emotionally available, and it just set me up for heartache and frustration. So, <clears throat> I'm learning to identify that early on, very early on, as early as possible, and no longer entertain that instead of make excuses for the person or think maybe he'll come around, maybe he'll warm up, maybe he'll eventually let that guard down. 
when ultimately they don't and they never were emotionally available and they they have no intention of being or maybe they just don't know how to be either way being able to identify that early on is I it's a newfound skill that I'm still working on but I think I'm getting pretty good at I think I'm getting better and better with I feel like red flags could also be like different zodiac signs depending on your zodiac sign there's some that I just don't pair with so that's absolutely right I don't want to scare off a potential partner by asking for their full birth chart on the first <laughs> date <laughs> I feel like um, especially men aren't big into astrology but I do feel like it's it's important um, and I do believe in it I don't feel that a, a person's sun sign is 100% telling of whether or not we're gonna work out or not but um we can't lie there there are definitely some similarities in all of the Sagittarius men that I've dated and have failed at dating um as well as the Capricorn men as much as I want to say that sun signs don't play a major role in whether or not we are going to work well with each other I mean the proof is in the pudding proof is in the pudding it's there like another red flag would be like like a man who doesn't really take care of his kids that's or, a major red flag yeah or a, a person who talks down on their exes yes a major red flag for me is a man saying that his exes didn't work out with him because they're all crazy yeah you know a man saying that a bunch, a bunch of women in his past were crazy, yet he's the common denominator. I mean, there's definitely something to look at there. Definitely more to explore than just assume that all of these women were just out of their minds. Yeah, and I mean, same with the girls too. Yeah. So, when you realize that it's not a match, and you are no longer romantically interested in this person do you believe in ghosting oh, me personally like it depends on when you say ghosting because some some people i just let kind of fall off you know like i also text them back but they know that it's nothing because I, I begin to text them back slower and slower till eventually, you know. But it's not really a complete ghost because they were cool people. But then there's people that I do ghost. And when I ghost, poof. <laughs> <laughs> It'll let the hunting begin. So I, um, I would say when I was younger, I believed in ghosting. But... I think now that I'm a little bit older and I have a little bit more of refined communication skills, I view ghosting as taking the easy way out. This is not to take a shot at your Oh no, you're fine. your method. But <clears throat> for me personally, if I were to ghost somebody, it would be because I I don't want to have to deal with the potential confrontation that might come from me expressing the fact that I'm no longer interested. With that being said, I think I've mastered what they call the anti-ghosting text, where you uh, 
um, very simply and gently outline that, hey, this isn't, you know, really going in the direction that I had originally thought it was, but I think it'd be cool to keep you around as a friend. Um, or if you're not interested in being friends, just saying that. And however, I mean, you're never responsible for another person's emotions, especially somebody that you've been on one or two dates with. But for me, that potential brief confrontation is better than having to deal with somebody potentially not catching the hint and still trying to pursue me. And the longer that that drags on, the more hurt that that person may potentially be at the end. I feel that communication is important, even in the very early stages of getting to know somebody. I'm a really big fan of vulnerability and expression. I think expression is really important and it's not, it's not common anymore. Like even on my first dates, I never really tend to have small talk. I, I sit down and we almost immediately start getting into a deep conversation. And that also is very telling of whether that person lacks depth or, you know, is going to be able to keep me mentally stimulated, which is something that I also require in a partner. When you're getting to know somebody and you like them, do you ever pop the question of, so what are your intentions? So where do you see this going? You know, I haven't asked that question in so long. Because I just feel like I'm just being so picky. There was someone who asked me not too long ago, probably like a couple months ago. But Okay, so you being on the receiving end of that question, do you feel that it puts a lot of pressure on you? No, I actually feel like it takes off the pressure. I don't know, like, stress off my back because of me just being like, yeah, just to let you know, like, I'm not in this just for dating. I'm literally, you know, I'm looking for a soulmate. I'm looking to, you know, settle down in the near future. I don't know when exactly near is, but I know that I'm not ready in this very second, and I'm about to be ready soon. So it's like... Let them know, like, get with it or get lost. That's good. I guess that's, um, because you are looking for a partner, that can be an easy question to answer. I've found with males in particular that when you ask them that question, their butthole kind of tenses up. I think men more often than not tend to be afraid of answering that question. There's no right or wrong way to answer that question. Your intentions are, are important. And if it's just to get to know somebody initially and then possibly maybe explore something serious later on, I think that that's important to lay out in the beginning that you don't really have any expectations, no intentions, really. You just want to see where things go. Always ask the question, 
before I even go to the first date with a person because I don't want to waste my time or even the other person's time if they're just looking to hook up. So I save us both the frustration there by at least outlining whether they're looking to or just have a fun time. I think that's great that you mentioned that because I had to stay the night with the guy and then I woke up in the middle of the night and then he just kept trying to, you know, mess with me and I was like, I'm not trying to do that. And my guy friends when telling them the story, they're like, why didn't you sleep on the couch? Like, is, do you have to go home if you don't plan on having sex? Like, I feel like there's no correct answer to that question. I think that that whole scenario, like I said, like you, like you said, is avoided by outlining prior to going over there whether your intention is to sleep with him or not right because after that i always put the look right before yeah we're not going to be having sex just so you know so if you're thinking that that's what this is it's not yeah it's unfortunate that we really have to go out of our way to say that to avoid conflict you know as women but it avoids, it usually, nine times out of ten, avoids conflict down the road. What do you feel are ideal timelines? Do you believe in ideal timelines? Do you give yourself rules that you must follow? Like you have to go on X amount of dates before you take this step with the person? Um, I feel like it's just vibe for me. So I'm, I'm not saying that I make them wait a certain amount of time, but me personally, like I just don't want to have sex with anyone until we've established that we're not having sex with anyone else. And I mean, that's just me personally. I know everyone's different, and, you know, to each his own. But outside of that, like everything else is just vibe. Like, if I'm feeling you, then I'm feeling it. And if I'm not feeling you, then, it's, then I'm not feeling it. But I always just go with my go with my heart, follow the vibe, and I don't think I've ever really been steered wrong. So you mentioned establishing with your partner or a potential partner that you guys aren't having sex with anybody else. Do you feel that you need to be in a relationship to only be sleeping with one person, do you feel that it's inappropriate to ask a partner to only sleep with you if you guys aren't in a relationship? Um, I don't feel it's inappropriate because I feel like it, regardless if we're in a relationship or not, if you want to have sex with me and I tell you that that's my boundary, that the only way that I would have sex with you is if you're not having sex with other people, it's either okay you're and you agree to that or you don't agree to that and then we don't have sex so, i mean i guess it's however the person takes it whether they think it's appropriate or not which is literally up to them in my opinion it's not appropriate because i'm being safe there's there's so many things that you can transfer to someone other than stds and i mean yeah, i don't know maybe just me getting older i I'm, i can't say i didn't live a wild life I could just say I learned from my mistakes. Yeah, and there's unfortunately this gray area between safe sex and non-safe sex. Some people feel that having sex with a condom is considered safe sex. Um, 
I myself consider getting tested before and after each partner using condoms and only having sex with one partner who's also only having sex with you as safe sex. So there's apparently levels to safe sex. I feel in today's society, people just want to be safe enough and they're like, let's just use a condom. But that doesn't, that isn't really the, the answer to everything. Right. I have some rules. I, I don't allow myself to drink too much on the first date because I have a bad habit of thinking that there's more chemistry than there actually is but really it was just the alcohol talking um, and then figuring out down the line that we really didn't have that much chemistry to begin with. I would say that because I'm a parent, it's important for me to have a particular timeline in regard to when I'm comfortable allowing this man to know where I live. I think that it's very sweet to offer to pick me up and drop me off on the first date, but I always meet the person at the location. I don't allow them to know where I live. And I, you know, if they, if, if they do try to come back to my house, even in the, the following weeks, if they want to meet up at my house, I just try to gently let them know that you know, my mother, this is where me and my child lay our head at night and it's going to take a great deal of effort and time for me to feel comfortable allowing a man to know where she sleeps at night, you know, where we live. The worst part about online dating to me is because I'm the online dating looking for females because I don't need to look for males like they're everywhere but the females I don't know it's just it's so hard for me being a film looking for a, a, like a film so online dating is when you message a girl they take forever to message back message back or you know or it's like a game where I'm taking forever to message back and you know what guys they're kind of like on it so I feel like that's that's like the biggest downfall for online dating for me is the fact that I'm looking for a girl and we're the same. So online dating is super slow and not as effective as it is for uh, heterosexuals. Well, as a heterosexual myself, I'm gonna debunk your myth because it's not easy out here either. Yeah. <laughs> I would say that the the top frustrations that I have as a heterosexual on a dating app are number one, men just looking for sex. Number two, it begins to feel like drinking water from a fire hose. It's incredibly overwhelming the amount of matches that you get with men. I don't have time to date all of you. I'm sorry. <laughs> this isn't The Bachelorette. So having to find time within my schedule and pick from the 20 men, the 40 men that I've matched with, 
you know, which ones am I going to give the time of day this week to go on a date with? I would also say that unfortunately there is a whole lot of the slot machine syndrome going on where I'll swipe and swipe and swipe because you know our brain just like when we're playing with a slot machine it thinks just one more time because your soulmates on the other end or the jackpot is on the other end of that that one more swipe that one more lever pull and so I'll swipe and swipe and swipe and that's very common in our culture especially with like social media or you know in 2022 we have everything at like just one click away foods one quick click away ordering things from Amazon you can get it at your doorstep within the next few hours sometimes um, and so I think even in dating our brains are looking for that instant gratification and it can I think it can make you miss out on some really great people because you're you're swiping and swiping and swiping and always looking for that next best thing and you're passing up great people on the way. Mm. I think about it like that. Maybe you know, <clears throat> you keep swiping because you want to look for the most beautiful woman. Um but you just had five women who you really would have hit it off with, who you really would have had some really great chemistry with. The frustration of having so many options and it being overwhelming and that's why I particularly only like to put my focus on one person when I'm dating because if I'm going on several dates with several different people in the same week and hanging out with this guy um, possibly sleeping with this guy like I'm never gonna get an attachment to one person if my energy and my attention is divided I'm never really gonna fall for anybody. Right. That's that's also a red flag. Unless if, you start falling for somebody, and then you cut everyone else off. That doesn't really happen with me. I don't know if it's an Aquarius thing, but I'm very out of sight, out of mind. And so, if one guy is texting me good morning and texting me throughout the day you know my attention is going to be on him but maybe I had actual chemistry with another guy they need to be applying that pressure mm -hmm. that pressure yeah online dating can be difficult because of unreciprocated energy and I think that this is probably an issue that males have more than women um because I, I, I heard a male speaking about this, about how, you know, maybe she'll respond once or twice and then just stop responding from there. And I've had males that do that to me as well. It can be easy to take that personal and think that they just aren't interested in you. But in reality, you know, maybe they had 15 other matches right before you. So it was just the timing was wrong. Or maybe they're just not spending time on the app. Or maybe they met someone in real life or maybe they're just a busy person and they're they're not looking to respond to the app yeah they feel like if they don't respond or anything like that like 
it's no biggie it's like that's just not meant to be yeah Un unreciprocated energy isn't always a bad thing I think it maybe you dodged a bullet right you never know there's always a new person there's always another person I mean there's 8 billion people on this earth well guys that is really all that we have for dating tips tonight I hope that maybe you found some new insight or perspectives or maybe we're just able to relate to us on one or more of these levels I'll get back with you guys here soon thanks for having me on yeah thanks for coming all right love you guys Peace.